Well, after six, nearly, I don't know, five and a half months of homelessness, I finally figured out how to invoke or reinstate veganism. And I was a vegan for three and a half decades. I was born into a raw food vegan family of alcoholics. And so I've had to figure out how to be a vegan in a sense, because now I don't have the grace of transcendental meditation anymore to take me back to my roots, so to speak. I have to use technology. I have to use information. I have to use a technique. Or else it just ain't going to happen. Because I went through so much stress upon the loss of our son between my ex and I and the breakdown of our relationship and all the stress that was going with that. I had so much shit forced on me that I I just couldn't keep up veganism anymore because, oh yeah, and then the antifreeze poisoning, destroying my ability to digest starch and protein um, and causing severe constipation thereby. For 20 years now, I've had severe constipation and candida overgrowth, yeast overgrowth, creating alcohol, destroying my brain um, and my physiology in general. So, <clears throat> how do I go back to veganism after all of that? Um, well, being homeless is partly to blame because um, working Uber and driving all day long requires that I not be drunk. Uh, how do I not be drunk? I have to stop eating starches. <clears throat> but I was still eating fish and cheese sticks until I came upon mega-dosing with iron, chelated iron, chelated iron, iron glycinate, <clears throat> supported, uh, whose absorption is supported or aided by uh, slight mega-dosing of vitamin C, but extreme mega-dosing of iron. <clears throat> that did the trick. I don't need to eat um, fish or cheese anymore. <clears throat> and my consumption of sweets, the dates in the form of date cashew larabars from General Mills, has been severely reduced. It's like a treat that I have just once in a while. And that's what my father did for my brother. He gave him uh, maple sugar candy treats once in a while, but my brother decided to go out and treat himself. <laughs> he switches lunches with his friends at school and scarfed down all the hot dogs, ice cream, and cake he could at his friend's birthday parties and he sent to uh, bed without his dinner, which I'm sure he did, didn't miss, raw kale salad. Um, but we were alcoholics because of the fermented uh, grape juice and uh, carrot juice that my mom made every day, all day long, on the Champion Juicer as our sole source of carbohydrates, along with fermented fruits, all bought in bulk and stored in the garage, fermenting away during the summertime, especially so, causing stunted growth with my brother. But he was the correct weight, but the wrong height for his age group. He looked like a shrimpy little six-year-old when he was really ten years old. And this is so evident when um, he grew out of it, when given fresh cooked food, standard American diet, he just grew out of it. Um, <clears throat> he, and uh, I, I had a miscarriage before my uh, 
gestation period at the termination of the second trimester, and I would not have been born had my mother not been convinced by her neonatal care specialist, a naturopathic doctor, hey, maybe you should uh, eat some uh, f- cooked food and get off this raw food diet, never suspecting the alcohol. No one did, because, I don't know, they just didn't. Um, and blaming the raw food diet, the raw food vegan diet, when in fact it was the alcohol in addition to the lowered metabolic rate of the raw food vegan diet that made everybody super sensitive except for my father who continued to smoke a pipe and so the nicotine upped his uh, his uh, metabolic rate so that he could tolerate the diet much better than the rest of us and of course he could work and earn the Spartan living he just didn't have he never he was sorry he never finished his engineering uh, training in college um, in university uh, because his family ran out of funny money and they didn't have programs back then and he refused to fight in the war World War two so um, he never got uh, participation in the GI bill he f- they made him uh, build roads across the Colorado Rockies instead and they gave him the boot at the end of the World War two and he had a scrounge for a living so he never made enough money it was never a white-collar worker like he wanted to be <clears throat> to properly support a family instead he became a blue collar worker and we suffered and because he had allergies that hives that he didn't understand where it was coming from and he also did not like starches for some reason I suspect uh, he had some antifreeze poisoning in his background um, he put us on a starch free diet So it was a mistake that he didn't realize he was doing, and he paid for it severely, dearly, when my mom separated. So giving birth to me, the success of giving birth to me was the failure in her devotion to her husband. She stopped believing in him and started to veer away from him, and it just led to him uh, seeking another woman uh, who had a family of her own, And uh, that was the destruction of the marriage. So we left him, and he suffered severe separation grief for a year, along with a bit of grief over the banality of his job and never being able to support us properly, which was the cause of the problem, or a contributing factor, let's put it that way. And uh, then he died within a year before the divorce could finalize, legally finalize. So they never were really divorced. He just died suddenly, leaving my brother and mother in shock. And so they buried the memory of that past life they went through for 10 years, from 1948 when, my, when they eloped to get married until 1960 or 59, 1959-ish. You know, the, the, the winter of 1959 going into 1960 that uh, my mom and my brother and I moved uh, in, back into my grandmother's home where my mother had been living when she first met my father, living across the street. <laughs> they, took, they walked down, to the same, down the hill to the same bus stop <clears throat> to take the bus, so they, they kind of got familiar with each other through that mild beginning. Um... <clears throat> So this is my legacy, and this is the the mystery that I've had to solve, because my my body expects veganism, 
But how do I give it veganism when I'm not fully developed inside? Because my brother had the advantage of the first year of their marriage, they re my father allowed uh, the inclusion of baked potatoes in the diet as a transition for one year. And my mother had the, the advantage of the habit patterns her body was still functioning on a standard American diet. Um, so my brother didn't really suffer during um, his gestation period. He just suffered afterwards when he was growing up. Me, I didn't suffer growing up. Ex well, no, I did. I suffered twice. I, I suffered more than he did in a sense. But I didn't know any better. So I didn't suffer any loss of expectation. Um, none whatsoever. I just regret never having grown up with a father. But so what? You know, a lot of kids still know who their father was. Um, <clears throat> no, I was... Um, no, I suffered malformations in the womb, congenital defects. Uh, I couldn't play with other children. I couldn't keep up with them. They wore me out. So my adrenal glands are weak. My immune system is weak. My digestive system is weak. Um, so that means my liver, <laughs> pancreas, you know, all those things, white blood cells. Um, yet, let's see, what else? <laughs> Oh, yeah, and so I, since I was put on a standard American diet when we separated and moved back to my grandmother's house, I was sickly because I was being fed red meat, whole milk. I mean, I couldn't handle any of that stuff. So um, I've had to learn how to get by, and when I was 15, I rediscovered the same books my father used all on my own. God knows what angel was guiding me. and I. But I took it to more greater extreme. I fasted for two years on fruits and vegetables. Um, salad vegetables, not potatoes, no bananas, no avocados, uh, no nuts, just sugared water in the form of fruits and colored water in the form of salad vegetables, carrots, cucumbers, lettuce, you know, apples, oranges. I did allow myself dried fruit in the beginning and apple cider vinegar, and I would take fasts and then break the fast on canned vegetables and pickles. Um, I did for a little while experiment with sauerkraut, but I lost interest pretty quick. But pickles and uh, canned vegetables was my uh, choice of breaking a fast, and it was an ideal way to break a fast, the first meal. And then I would lay in with the, yeah, dried fruit to make up the difference. But that was only during the first six months. And after that, I went to fresh <clears throat> cooked um, pasteurized apple juice for breakfast, uh, raw fruit for lunch, and a salad for dinner. And I did that for the rest of the year and 10 months, except for the last 10 weeks, which was a grape diet, a mono grape diet. I also did mono apple diets and mono orange diets uh, during the summer times. Um, but the, the grape diet following uh, Johanna Brandt, uh, The Grape Cure, memorizing the book from cover to cover, for 10 weeks I lost the last 10 pounds and I managed to succeed in completing the fast successfully. You know you're successful when a humongous inrush of energy comes into your physiology, into your awareness. More energy than you've ever had in your life or you probably ever will have again. And had I eaten fish to stabilize and ground and in integrate that connection into my physiology, I would have been fine. But I opted instead for a vegan diet and that was my mistake. 
and I regret it to this day, but there's nothing I can do about it. I could have had a, the phys, an, uh, an ideal physiology better than what my mother or brother, better than what my mother or father had been born with. That's how I, ideal it was. I mean, I had a superb physiology for 10 years, but I lost it. So now, homeless, I have to rediscover the diet of veganism using techniques to prop myself up rather than um, transcendental meditation and my youth because my system is destroyed and I'm old. I have the body of a 76-year-old even though I'm 66 years old, all due to antifreeze poisoning accelerating the aging process. So I use silver, a replacement electrode colloidal silver generator wire that I snip with wire snips and I twirl around into curls with um, jewelers, needle nose pliers, and I put it in all my beverage containers, water containers, to leach out a small amount of silver along the lines of the pioneers putting uh, silver coins in their canteens when they traipsed across America. Because you don't need much silver. And the silver gets reused. That's the best part. And no superbug can develop immunity to silver. It's impossible. No virus, no retrovirus, HIV, uh, COVID, you name it. Silver takes care of it. But the AMA made war against silver the common sense knowledge in the population at large that we once possessed a century ago up until the 1920s concerning silver and what they called snake oil sold by snake oil salesmen, which is really Lugol's solution, which is a potassium iodide solution in water. Um, I prefer in the potassium iodide and iodine crystals. Well, it's, it's a combination of those two in water, but I prefer that in an alcohol base, ethanol alcohol base, because um, for t uh, known as tincture of iodine um, for skin cancers, it's great when it's up at um, five or seven percent. If you can get it on the internet for five or seven percent um, to burn off instead of using laser treatments, you just burn it off myself, and it works like a charm. But there's a whole technique to that. Um, you cover it with a bandage for one hour and you take off the bandage and let the iodine patch um, dissipate into the air. It does not get absorbed by the body like people on the internet say, oh, you must be hungry for the stuff. No, you're evaporating it. Because if you left the patch on for 24 hours, that patch of, or if you left the bandage on, that patch of iodine paint on your skin would remain just as much as it did 24 hours prior and you'd have a hole in your skin the likes of which you, it will take more than a week to heal but the cancer will never return but you'll have uh, pain there and it won't bleed and it won't um, I don't think it pusses but it just hurts constantly while it's healing so you want to regulate how much burn you do by keeping the bandage on for a specific period of time, probably no more than an hour or two. And then the next day you try it again until you burn out the cancer. Um, anyway, getting back to diet. So I use silver, um, and as you know, I burn off skin cancers with iodine tincture. Um, but I megadose on iron glycinate supported by vitamin C lozenges that are low in sugar. They, they don't have sugar content. They have stevia and lactose that they're sweetened with. Um, but the iron is sweetened. I use lozenges that are sweetened with sugar. 
And I just megadose whenever I feel the need, when I'm feeling a little like, oh, I'm losing it. You know, whenever you feel as a, as a new, <clears throat> you're trying to be a newbie vegan, you're trying to switch to veganism and you don't feel comfortable, you, you feel like you want the urge to eat animal food, you just megadose on iron with vitamin C. And the urge goes away. Now, you also have to take calcium citrate. <clears throat> I prefer to use for my calcium. <clears throat> you have to get your other minerals. So you have to take calcium. I take calcium citrate. You have to take potassium. I take potassium iodide for my bad liver to improve my uh, liver met metabolic rate. Um, and you do need uh, extra iodine uh, for your IQ <laughs> to live up to your genetic potential instead of below your genetic potential and be dummies like the rest of us Americans are. Um, and magnesium um, glycinate, like iron glycinate, only magnesium. Um, and B12, a B12 lozenge um, to give yourself the B12 that you need. And you really don't need any other supplementation that I'm aware of. Um, that pretty much sizes it up. And I get by eating soup, various uh, vegetable soups, uh, some which of which possess coconut cream in them to uh, thicken them up and add calories. I, I drink coconut creamer put out by Nut Pods, <clears throat> although various companies put it out. It has almond milk, <clears throat> which dilutes down the coconut cream. I drink distilled water, uh, Martinelli's apple juice, and on occasion, Larabars um, from General Mills that possess merely two ingredients, dates and cashews. And I also eat cashew butter. Sometimes I get it roasted. I alternate. I'll alternate between the roasted cashew butter without salt or the raw cashew butter without salt. <clears throat> um, and then I also, one supplement I have to take <laughs> because of the constipation contribution that iron and calcium contributes to the colon, I have to take a senna laxative, a senna-based uh, herbal laxative that has cape aloe in it. But you could just as easily use um, Chocolax or Exlax if you're, you know, just want to reach and grab for something at the supermarket without going to the health food store or going online to Amazon to find yourself an herbal laxative. I had to find one that's low in oxalic acid because because I take silver. Um, I have to avoid oxalic acid-rich foods such as beets and spinach and of also avoid um, uh, phytic acid-enriched foods such as oats and wild rice because phytic acid and oxalic acid precipitates calcium in the bloodstream and helping to encourage blood clots. And silver also increases the likelihood of blood clots. And so I also supplement with cayenne pepper capsules uh, during a meal if I feel uh, any phlegm in my lungs that I need to cough up that I can't seem to cough up uh, during a meal, if I'm eating a meal. Um, also, if I get any pain in my left hand, then I'll take a cayenne capsule. Now, for a cold condition, I take activated charcoal capsules. It's, does, it, it's a miracle. It, it literally cures the common cold. If it's merely a cold, if you don't have any fever, a fever is a dis different issue. A fever means you've got a virus or a bug or a germ or something going on inside. And that's where silver comes into play. So you just drink your beverages that has the silver wire and it leaching in there, and you'll get rid of that fever.
<laughs> you won't, or you won't get it in the first place. But you still can get a cold condition. Because a cold condition is different. It's not germs per se. Regardless of what created the condition of a cold condition, the actual condition itself are toxins. Organic toxins that can be absorbed by um, activated charcoal and because it works. <laughs> it absorbs the toxins and carries it out of the body and then you're fine. You won't have a cold condition anymore. And don't worry about taking uh, activated charcoal, soaking up the vitamins in your gut, blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about it. Just take it and get the benefits and don't worry about the people trying to scare you. Oh, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't become a vegan, blah, blah, blah. Forget it. It's Fear doesn't work. Knowledge works. You just do it. Um, let's see. Any other supplements I might have overlooked? Oh, sometimes I get a nervous tick, a twitch in my fingers, and so I take seaweed capsules, Laminaria genus. Um, uh, the one that's popular these days doesn't work. Ascophyllum nosidum. It's, it's a different algae that grows off of the coast of Nova Scotia. Um, it, does not, it does not possess any properties of alleviating uh, uncontrollable twitches of your fingers or your cheek or whatever it is, is doing the twitching. Um, let's see, what else? I think that's it. My supplementation has gotten very simple. Um, yeah, oh... I might as well let you know that you can increase the oxygen in your blood. See, uh, uh, silver likes to bind with iron. It also likes to bind with silver, other silver atoms. It also likes to bind with sulfur and mercury. So if you are worried about mercury poisoning from your silver amalgam, amalgam fillings, if you put silver wire in your beverage containers, that small amount of silver will bind with the mercury that's being released by your fillings and you won't have mercury poisoning in your body. The mercury will be carried out of your body. Isn't that nice? I gave you that little hint. But another compound that's interesting is MSM, Mary Samuel Mary. It was discovered, its health benefits by Stan, Dr. Stanley Jacobs in the 60s. And it it's carries not only, it has sulfur bound in there, but oxygen. And when you take a, ca a gram capsule of that stuff, you're literally adding oxygen to your bloodstream to supplement the oxygen that may be depleted due to the, uh, the tendency for silver wanting to bind with iron and reduce uh, the oxygen-carrying capacity of your bloodstream, making you slightly anemic. So it's if you take silver, it's a good idea to take iron supplementation, but also to take MSM to supplement the workload of to carry some of the workload off of uh, the red blood cells that are meant to carry oxygen and now you've got MSM carrying it for you on your behalf but like vitamin C it flushes out of the bloodstream very readily and so you have to take it periodically throughout the day it does boost oxygen levels of your bloodstream um, and <clears throat> as it passes through the body the, uh, the, the body wants to extract the oxygen from the MSM, converting it into DMSO, which targets cancer cells. Um, and DMSO then will go back to the lungs and pick up oxygen and, be, and convert back into MSM so, until it gets flushed out of the body. So it goes through this cycling process. And DMSO has a tendency of binding with lightweight molecules and carrying them into 
cancer cells who don't want to be nourished. They want to just sit there and fer do fermentation-style me metabolism like yeast does. And so it helps kind of knock on the door of cancer cells uh, saying, wake up, dude, wake up out of your slumber and change back into a normal healthy cell that performs all of the metabolic processes that are available to healthy cells that are not available to a cancer cell. So MSM is not a bad item of interest. Um, but I don't um, take, I don't remember all the time to take it, I forget. It also is a mild stool softener, mild, <laughs> very mild. <laughs> um, very, very mild. <sighs> what else? Um, I guess that's it. Get enough rest. I don't need to uh, consume caffeine. I just make sure I take naps during the day when I need to, and I get adequate sleep at night and sleep warm and um, and get enough activity in the day to stimulate my mind, mental activity and physical activity, and you know, see people so I don't get bored or lonely. Um, so I get all of my needs satisfied, but um, that's kind of my daily routine, I guess, when it comes to diet to be healthy, despite the fact that I'm homeless sleeping in a car in which it gets down to, into the 30s and freezes outside the car, and so I got to sleep with uh, five comforters doubled up to 10 layers of comfort on top of the, on top of me, and all the clothes and, and <laughs> multiple coats and wool caps that I wear uh, while I'm sleeping and socks, so I make sure I don't uh, get cold at night, um, but I get by. And I don't pop the windows open anymore because I'm afraid of spiders coming in. They will. <laughs> or cockroaches. They might. Um, so I keep all my windows shut, which is not really healthy in a very small enclosed airspace. Um, but I get by. I manage to get by. And I don't get pain in my left hand anymore from sleeping in such a small space because I'm taking so much iron. So that's why I've stopped kind of obsessing over taking MSM because I really don't need to. But I just thought I'd mention it because it's a good it's an interesting thing to keep in mind. I mean, it's the only way to take cesium chloride for cancer is to supersaturate or not super, but completely saturate the liquid cesium chloride uh, fluid with MSM crystals and then you can take cesium liquid cesium chloride um, on an empty stomach and you don't need to take a whole tablespoon like normally you only take a, a, a drop because it's super potentized and it'll take care of internal cancers very nicely um, unfortunately a lady took it on an empty stomach and now the FDA has made it illegal to produce or sell liquid cesium chloride products I still have a supply in storage from when it was still legal but I, unlike that lady, I figured out how to take it on an empty stomach because like her, I was stupid enough to, oh, let's give it a try. And I took it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. And I thought, while the burning uh, started to build up in intensity in my stomach, I thought, oh, shit, now I'm burning a hole in my stomach. Now what do I do? And I figured it out. Oh, MSM is an anti-inflammatory, and I'm probably suffering from an inflama inflammatory burn. So I had to take 40 grams, 40 capsules of MSM to stop the pain. An hour later, the pain came back. I took 20 to stop the pain, and it never came back. And that's when I got the idea to saturate the, the water solution 
by adding in as much MSM crystals as I could until it stopped dissolving and left a little remainder on the floor. And wouldn't you know it, the people who sell DMSO now give you a gap. I forget the seller, but they sell it in small glass jars, I think 8-ounce size jars, and they leave a air gap, just the right amount so you can put MSM crystals in there and dissolve it to help stabilize the DMSO. But unfortunately, we don't have people selling liquid cesium chloride anymore. Um, so you don't get to pour it out into another empty container to make room for the MSM crystals that you're going to be putting in because you're not going to find it in this country of the United States of America. Maybe you'll find it in a foreign country, but it probably will be confiscated at the customs when it comes through the, across the border. So I don't know how you're supposed to get a hold of the stuff, but it's a really, really good way to get rid of, mm, let's say, most cancers, maybe not all of them. Um... But it is pretty good. It's a very effective method. Um, anyway, I've covered a lot of ground, um, and I thought you should know.